The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret recurring subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com slash bonus and use the promo code MANHOR. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, all you spooners, swooners, and kinky cartooners? This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Cartooners, cartoonists, I'm not sure. Uh, those whole things are silly, but they're hard to come up with. Hey, how, how you doing, everybody? What's up? I am your host, comedian Billy Presida, and if you are new to my program, let me just let me just let you know what you're in for. This is a podcast where I typically talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out. Uh, and this week's guest is actually a repeat guest. Oh, we're bringing her back. It's been like it's been like four years, almost four years. Sarah, Sarah, all the way back from episode twenty, is is returning to the show. She's got some new things in her life. I I was driving honestly. I was driving by her state, and I thought it would be fun to catch up with her. So uh, so that was great, and I can't wait to share it with y'all in a bit. But first, you know what it is. Show dates, people. Show dates. Okay. West Nyack, New York. This Saturday, June 16th, I'm going to be at Levity Live on The Late Show. Uh, June 17th, here in New York City, I'll be doing Comedy Fight Club, doing a roast battle at 10.30 p.m. at Lucky Jack's. That is a free show, by the way. Then Slotesburg, New York, June 18th. I'm going to be at Characters Bar and Grill at 8 p.m. Come on out for those. Here's a couple other show dates you should keep in mind. August 3rd through 5th is, of course, Manhorcon. August 3rd, we are going to be having a Manhorcon comedy show. It's going to be me and other comedians that you've heard here on this very podcast doing some stand-up comedy. That's going to be a good time. I'll announce which comics when we're closer to it. Uh, August 4th, we're going to be doing another Man or Podcast live show. I'll be sharing the stage with uh, like three or four of my ex-lovers, ex-partners, just letting them give it to me in a in a very uncomfortable fashion. Can't wait. Uh, tickets are not on sale for that yet, but I want you to keep those dates open because uh, tickets for just those shows will be available. To those of you who, like, I don't know, you got kids, you can't do a whole weekend, but you can come out to a show. Weekend passes are still available for Manhorcon August 3rd through August 5th. All right, time for your emails, people. Your emails. Okay, your words, less of mine. Uh, I want to say thanks real quick to those of you who have uh, who've hit me up over the past week. Uh, some of you have hit me up just to wish me a happy birthday. Thank you oh so very much. Uh, some of you responded to the newsletter when I said, hey, tell me how you're doing. And some of you did. Thank you. I like knowing about your lives. But this one, this email, oh boy, this one, I sat on this email for several days just to make sure I like properly vented my, my outrage. The subject line is, I've attached a pic to increase possibility that you'll read this. So she writes, hey, Billy. I'm a new fan. I listen to guys we fucked, and I really think your podcast is like the man perspective of that. Well, I need some advice about getting my boyfriend to experiment. We have been together for two years. I'm 25. He's 27. And by experiment, I don't even mean anything crazy. I mean like vibrator or clit stimulation for me. Watch some porn together. Maybe a finger up the butt. I don't know. Handcuffs. Like super vanilla shit. But he's not into it. He doesn't have a small dick, so I don't think it's an intimidation thing. But then again, I'm not a guy. How can I bring this up? Love your podcast. You're so funny. Thanks. Valerie. Valerie! Come on me, Valerie. I don't know how to sing. I don't even know if those are words of that song, but that's what I think of. Um, 
Valerie. I So I had to follow up with her because I had more questions. I really actually only had one question because this this situation could be could go in a variety of ways. So I had one question for her. Does he eat your pussy enthusiastically? And she says no. He does sometimes, but I always have to request. And he does this weird thing where he will, quote unquote, enthusiastically lick my pussy enough to get it wet and lubricated, then slip his finger on my clit and rub it in the same motion as his tongue. As if I don't know that's your finger. I really think the underlying problem is that he has never been with a girlfriend who has said, hey, actually, this is how you do that. And unfortunately, it's taken me two years to be like, okay, I need a little bit more. He shuts down all my requests by saying no and has expressed to me that he thinks toys are weird. He doesn't have any experience with toys, you know, but he has no problem talking about the threesomes he had in college. Literally, how do you tell your guy he's bad at sex? I fake it. And it's not that it doesn't feel good, but he's nowhere close. Billy, help me get an orgasm this weekend so bad I I can't have another dry summer. Okay. I got the information I needed. Um, I asked that follow-up question very specifically, Valerie. Does he eat your pussy? When you said he's not into it in regards to watching porn together or some clit stimulation or really anything you've requested to improve your sexual experiences, I had a feeling this guy might be hashtag the worst. So I asked you this question because I felt like I needed more information. Is he an enthusiastic pussy eater who thinks he cares about your pleasure, but is maybe so rigidly connected to his sex routine that changing it up seems intimidating? No. Your personal on-demand DJ Khaled is just a selfish prick. That, That he only goes down on you when you request it means that he's not concerned with your pleasure. He's granting a request as a means to an end. The end being him ejaculating in or on you. If he cared about your pleasure, but was uncomfortable with some of these very mild requests, he would say, no, but how about this? Or, no, I had a really bad experience with that a couple times. It seems like anything that has to do with your pleasure and not his dick, he's not interested in. He's saying, no, as he moves your hair to the side so you can go back to sucking his cock. I mean, that is to say if he can even be bothered to hold your hair up. You know, I think we all know DJ Khaled. Uh, I guess that's a guy, right? He's a. I just found out in the last two weeks that that's a person I actually have to pay attention to. DJ Khaled, you know, he was famously in the news recently talking about how he doesn't give his wife oral sex. Quote, I feel like the woman should praise and a man should praise the queen. But, you know, my way of praising is like, <laughs> how was dinner? <laughs> you like the house you living in? <laughs> you like all them clothes you get in? Then someone in that r- interview room, uh, this is like a breakfast club interview. Someone asked, uh, so you're saying you don't go down? And he's like, never. Now, what I loved about the DJ Khaled video is how the interviewers there's, are trying to give him a back door. And there's three interviewers. There's three people trying to help this man recover from like a really, really unlikable answer. They're all like, not even on her birthday. Never. Christmas. Valentine's Day. President's Day. They just start reading off the calendar. Never. Arbor Day. Just to show appreciation for bushes everywhere. Nothing. Really, dude? It's 2018. I look at a guy who doesn't eat pussy like I look at a VHS tape. It's like, oh, you're useless. Like, I remember those, but we don't use you anymore. Valerie, kick this dude out of your holes and out of your life. Right? The reason DJ Khaled doesn't give oral sex, you know, it wasn't because it makes him uncomfortable. The reason wasn't that his wife doesn't really like oral, so there isn't pressure to do it. The reason wasn't him having a low sex drive either. The reason was that there are, quote, different rules for men. Fuck that. 
And I wouldn't be surprised if this attitude of your boyfriends radiates out into other aspects of your relationship. Like, does he get weird about you having straight platonic guy friends? Is he always asking who you're texting? Does he make sexist jokes often? Is he a pinch of a homophobe? Is he a fucking Trump supporter? These are all like things I wouldn't be surprised to know about your boyfriend, who I hope will soon be an ex-boyfriend. Now, there is the argument that a man who won't experiment with things could have hangups about sex, lacks, you know, he could lack confidence to try new things and be afraid of looking foolish in front of you. Or like maybe he could already know he's super turned off by certain things you mentioned, like handcuffs, right? Like, but this isn't one of those situations. This isn't any of those situations. He's bragged about threesomes he's had in college, which I am sure were two women in him. I guarantee you he watches porn by himself. He's not not watching porn with you because he doesn't watch porn. And he's not turned off by new sex acts. You know, he's just turned off by not having the world revolve around him. And that doesn't mean he's not a total sweetheart of a boyfriend or whatever outside of the bedroom. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you respond to this and told me like you're thrilled with the relationship, except for that whole thing about not coming. But there are dudes who do whatever he's doing outside the bedroom that also eat pussy. Like, what does this dude offer you that an upgraded for this century wants to turn you on kind of fella can't? I kn- and I know you know he's a shitty lover. Like, I know you know. Your language makes it so very clear. Honey, you've been with this guy two years. Can, can we just... Can we just acknowledge something here? Like you've been you've been with this dude 2 years, honey. That may seem like a long time to you at your age, but it's hardly so long that you should feel trapped. Right? You're not married. You don't have children. You didn't mention if you live together, but I saw where you work in your email signature, so you know, you can afford to not live with him. You hopefully don't own property together. You're 25 years old. You're hot as fuck. Get out of this relationship and get you a dude who does better. No long-winded conversations where he weasels his way back in. No offering him consolations or back doors. Just bounce. Or, you know, stick around for whatever it is that makes this dude such a Prince Charming. And just accept your sex life for what it is. I can tell you crafty ways to present these sexy, playful ideas to a partner. But I don't think it's going to matter here because he doesn't care about getting you off. I hope this helps. P.S. I did, you know, I because I am a shameless piece of shit. I did add a postscript and said, hey, you know, do consider supporting the podcast and joining a sex positive community of people who don't put up with dudes that don't do oral by becoming one of the members of my fan whore community on Patreon. So, <laughs> because none of my patrons put up with that bullshit. I, I'm almost certain. Uh, and feel free to email me your comments, your questions, your booby pictures. You got something you want to say to Valerie. Um, you can send all of that over to manwarpod at gmail.com. Oh, man. All right. It is time for that segment. It's time for my new weekly segment, the Did You Know Brought to you by HotMovies.com, where we give you five facts about the adult industry that you may or may not know. Did you know Jaden James appeared on MTV's True Life, I'm Addicted to Porn? Well, uh, I, I think as we've heard other past guests of this show mention, porn addiction, it ain't real. Uh, but Jaden James, those titties look real. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Number two, did you know? Annie Sprinkle, former prostitute and porn star, received the Artist Activist Scholar Award from Performance Studies International at Stanford University. Oh, Annie Sprinkle, I love having her name come out my mouth. Remember Annie Sprinkle? We talked about her last week, and you could probably go watch her on Hot Movies, I can tell you that much. Did you know Sunny Lane was a talented figure skater who won three gold medals in the Junior Olympics? Did you know 
horror director Wes Craven has an uncredited cameo as a photographer in the 1976 XXX film Sweet Cakes. And did you know, countries with the easiest access to hardcore porn have the lowest sex crime rates in the world. Boom! Did you know that? Bet you didn't. Look at hot movies coming in, giving you some fun, random, playful information, and out of nowhere, they spin a little message at you. That's what I like about hot movies. They got the fun facts, and they got the important facts. Oh, yeah. You know what else they got? A shit ton of porn. I'm talking hundreds of thousands of movies. Maybe a million movies? I don't know. Don't quote me yet on that. All I know is I have yet to not find the porn I'm looking for when I am jerking off at hotmovies.com. And Man Whore Podcast listeners can get 20 bonus minutes on top of any package offered over there when you use the promo code MANHORE at hotmovies.com slash bonus. That means that their 20-minute free trial turns into a 40-minute free trial when you use my promo code when you sign up. Hotmovies.com is a pay-per-minute porn site. I think it's the, an affordable and ethical way to watch the porn you want to watch. They got no hidden fees, no secret subscriptions you got to remember to go delete three weeks and six days from now. No, you just buy the minutes you want to buy when you buy them. If you only want the free trial, they never charge you. It's a great site. Again, go sign up right now. Get 20 free minutes on me when you sign up at hotmovies.com slash bonus. And now for our guest. Yes, finally the guest, Sarah. You may or may not remember Sarah from episode 20, which is bonkers because this is episode 218. Really, I should have I should have made her episode 220 just for funsies. But hey, that's how the schedule worked out. Um, Sarah is one of my dear friends from NYU, from my little NYU party days. We were we were part of like the same crew, the same posse. Our history is kind of brief and semi-uneventful. We would always go out drinking together. Uh, dancing on the floors of various bars here in New York City. We would get into underage. And, and there's one night where we were dancing pretty heavily and, you know, had a very thorough makeout on the dance floor. That's that's about our entire history. Uh, it was, you know, it was, a, it was a delight catching up with her. Let's go ahead and get to my conversation with Sarah. Drift down too much. Okay. So like right there, say some things. And how long do you feel like we're going to be talking for? Like 45 minutes. Okay, cool. Kind of feel it out. Yeah. See how that ends. How long but, is your podcast usually? Uh, it depends. You know, depends on the chat. It depends on how long I decide to pontificate in the intro. Okay. To be honest, when I, you know, when I do my, my separate self-record, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, there's a level on my Patreon is if you're a patron, you can get the timestamp for when the intro's over so you can skip it every week. Oh, people don't like the intro? You know, some people like the intro, some fucking hate the intro. Interesting, um, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an intro guy. Like when I listen to Mark Marin, even if I don't want to listen to the guest and I skip that episode, I still listen to his intro. I'm like, I want to know what's going on with Mark. How's the girlfriend? How's the dieting, man? Are you still uh, off nicotine? Like, what's going on? Um, and But some people are like, man, this is too long. Just get to the fucking poly orgy shit. And I'm like, ugh. It's interesting because the podcasts that I mostly listen to are um, political. Mm-hmm. And I usually skip the interviews. <laughs> I like to listen to them make jokes and talk about what's going on in the world. And then when they bring on someone, I'm like, all right, I'm good. What do you listen to? Uh, pod Save America. Oh, yeah. God, I love a, po- a friend of the pod right here. Yeah. yeah. The Ezra Klein show. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to Today Explained recently. Okay. I like it because it's short. I can do it on my commute. <laughs> I uh, I don't listen to the podcast version, but I do love me some Rachel Maddow. My, yes. My good lesbian crush, Rachel Maddow. I don't listen to her podcast either. Yeah. By, by, Sh- by, maybe by, I should. Well, I watch, I watch her show. Right, right, right. I, I, like to watch, uh, I like to watch Rachel just own it and then be like... Uh, I I looked up Rachel's wife once to be like, well, who who's that? You know, who's she married to? She's yeah. got to have pulled in something like sweet. Uh, no, she has a cougar of her own. Rachel Maddow does since she since her mid twenties. Yes, Rachel Maddow has been with this woman who's like I don't know, like twenty something years older than her. Women are so loyal, so loyal. It's really amazing because Rachel's in her forties, so she's married to a woman in her sixties. I'm like Rachel, you could get whoever you want. 
But clearly she has the one that she wants. I guess, you know. I don't think many women think that way. You could have whoever you want. It's kind of like, I want to be with one person. Mm-hmm. Well, the non-monogamous folks would then tell you, like, I want to be with, you know, seven people. <laughs> True. Okay. I guess I shouldn't um, I shouldn't speak for anybody else. That's not how I think. Sure. I would. I think about I want to be with one person. And you are currently with one person, right? I am currently with one person. Oh, that's fantastic. A pretty cool person. Because la- right now I'm here again with Sarah. And last time I was here, uh, yeah. <laughs> we sit down. We have a wonderful conversation. And then we turn off the mics and you're like, oh, you know, Dave, and talk about that foursome I had last week. <laughs> last week? Last week, you forgot that you thought you didn't think the whore boy show would be relevant. Well, you were asking me <laughs> questions and it didn't come up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so I was like, oh, let's make sure to ask like anything interesting happened in the last, you know, <laughs> week at least. <laughs> but you're, Nothing of that sort, no. No, but you are with uh, one, one fella. I am. Congrats. You've been all, uh, together a little about, about a year. Yep. And we have longest relationship of my life. Really? Yes. I am like a serial six monther. Yeah. A lot of a lot of four to six month relationships. That's kind of how I roll. Four to six months months Easter relationships roll. are like easy to do. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. then when the first time something hard happens, you're kind of like, oh, it was so easy to be single. Bye. <laughs> we actually recently had our first difficult time period. And um, getting through it, I thought was really interesting because I kept thinking and, and I, and said to him, I've never really gotten through something with somebody before. I always just end it. And then he was all like, yeah, I'm so special. This is, I love you too, babe. Uh, <laughs> thanks for making me feel like one of a million. He's a similar, he's kind of in a similar boat. I mean, he had been in a two year relationship before, but that was in his very early twenties. So we're kind of navigating this adult long-term relationship together he our age he's uh Vaguely? three years older than us okay yeah cool yeah. not a, i'm not cougaring <laughs> right now i have oh you have oh yeah oh we'll have to i'll have to ask you about that later actually the three guys that i that i dated before my current relationship were all at least four years younger than me well then let's i've <laughs> i've accidentally fallen into doing that let's talk about that in a minute but okay the four six month relationship I think it's great because like you don't even know you're in you haven't even decided to necessarily like be a relationship to like right. three months, right? Then you have that first fight and maybe you used to run. My thing is I go, Oh no, this is a good sign. We're having our first fight. Like this is a thing, this is part of being in a relationship. Oh, this yeah. this makes it real. Uh whereas in with my most recent relationship, it was more of a sign to like, oh, we should end this. Right. And I was like, no, let's stick around for like another month or so. I mean, it depends if you're fighting about like little things that the other one has done or if or if the fight is more substantial like this is indicative of who you are and what our relationship would be like yeah mine are like that (laughs) mine are like the second one (laughs) yeah that's when i would run the one where like billy's difficult to communicate with and this person might be a little crazy and unhinged and uh you know those two things don't really go well together no not always communication is hard hard Oh, I hate talking about my feelings. You do? Yeah. <laughs> I never want to. Wait, sick party like, girl let's Sarah. Let's just have sex and get over it. <laughs> now there's the Love Sarah. Me again. <laughs> there's the Sarah I remember from college. Let's just have sex and get over get it over with. Um I had to do the talking about feelings last night. Or not uh. really feelings, but like had to communicate not fun things. I was like uh someone at this I was at this like weekend long retreat. My boring school. Fancy. Well, you know, boring school life. Um, and some like a younger gal who I guess got to the school like right after I graduated had been coming on to me. And we finally like we we made we started like making out. I brought her back to like my my the dorm room that they gave me for free, which is oh, Billy, yeah, because I'm too poor for a hotel. Um, <laughs> but just right like, well, there's something kind of romantic about bringing someone to your dorm room, yeah, <laughs> harkens us back. Uh, I miss the days of when I would ask girls to come to my dorm room and they'd be like, oh, no, you virgin. <laughs> <laughs> but this girl, like, and it, we're, like we're making out. And, and I told her, like, I didn't want to have sex that night because I don't usually like the fuck on the first. And I don't like one night stands. And this is some girl who doesn't even live in my state. So, like, I don't know that I'm going to. I don't know if I'll see you again. Uh, but yeah. you're cute. You, you for some reason, think I'm cute. Let's, like, touch mouths. Great. And I'm I'm talking maybe three minutes into making out five minutes into making out she stops and goes hey so question um like what are your intentions after tonight 
Whoa. And I'm like, I've known you about 26 You're hours. You're like, ah, breakfast. Yeah. Lunch. I, I think they scheduled a brunch at 11 a.m. <laughs> I was going to go for a run. That was, that was Shit, my plan. <laughs> go for a run. Yeah. And, but she wanted, to, she was like very insistent on knowing like if this was going to be a one time thing, if we were going to like hook up again or if we were going to at least be friends afterwards. And I'm like, like, lady, like, you, you seem nice, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. I've talked to you for an aggregate three hours in the last day. Had you communicated to her yet that you were not going to have sex with her? Uh, I did when we were, like, we were in the gym at the, the dance that they were having. And, and for this event, it's like a dance where, like, all the faculty are going to do, like, mom dancing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the he- you see the headmistress who's, like, 60. My favorite and, kind of dancing. Yeah. She's just, like, you know, doing, like, yeah. small twists. But like to genuine's pony, <laughs> rat it. <laughs> it's like you get it, Laura. You're great, and yeah. So I, when I invite her back, I said, "Would you like to come back? Like, you know, we'll grab a couple of drinks to bring back to the room and make out and fool around." And she's like, "Yeah, that sounds fun." And I said, "By the way, this is like where my boundary is going to be tonight." Okay. And then she was like, "Yeah, okay." Um, and so I got like faced with this like intense question so quickly. I'm just like, I don't know. We we're making out. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's, it's kind of hot. I wonder what she was asking. Like, are you going to text me? She legit was asking, like, are we going to be friends after this? And I'm like, I, I I, mean, I'm probably before you asked this question, that would be a yes. But now I don't know. Yeah. Now you've kind of put me on the spot. Yeah. It's like also a weird thing to ask me like mid makeout. I don't know. What do you think? You can disagree. And. I think it's, I mean, I would never ask somebody that. So I think it's a little strange. Especially since you'd already told her that you weren't going to have sex. It's yeah. like you already kind of drew that line. So I'm not really sure what she wanted from you. I think she wanted to know in that moment if we were ever going to get together again. But I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Like, I can't give you this intel yet. I haven't made it. I don't know. Yeah. Right now I'm just like. Having some beers, I put on Spotify. There's a there's an ad playing because I'm too poor for Spotify Premium. Nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> I can't I can't handle it. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, it changed my life. Yeah, I did the free trial for three months, and I was like, I can't lose this. It's weird. It's weird being back on a on like a high school campus. You ever go to like a high school reunion? No, I no? had my ten year this year, and I did not go. Oh no, no. You don't want to go see that like crush you had in high school. No, the crush I had in high school was when I was a freshman and he was a senior. Yeah. And I was I used to like follow him around campus. We have a doggy. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to let him in. Okay. We're hanging on a, a wonderful like uh, back patio. Yeah, so the last time we spoke, we were in my fifth floor walk up in Harlem. <laughs> very and different. now we're in a swanky screened in patio in the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your your crush in high school, you were a freshman, he was a, sen- a senior. Tell me about the scandal. Oh, my God. I loved him so much. He was like the most beautiful human being probably to date that I've ever seen. Um, He went to my temple. (laughs) And he was like, as you could have probably imagined, like the only very cute boy at temple. Um, Good Jewish boy. Yeah. I don't know if he was good. I like probably spoke to him once. But our homerooms were near each other. And I would like sprint out of homerooms so that I could like be near him when we were leaving the building. It was very 14-year-old fangirl. That's how status. I got my that's how I got my first girlfriend. You followed her out of homeroom? No, she followed she followed me out of church. Oh. She like followed me home cuz I walked home I, I live near church. She, you love him crazy, huh? I, I apparently if you listen, you know, if you had met my last she two exes. She stalked me and then she became my girlfriend. I was like, she's really into me. It's the ultimate sign of desires being stalked. <laughs> Don't just, you just want to be loved? I just want to be so loved that like someone yeah. slits my throat. And in that moment, bef- when the knife's on my neck, I'm like, oh my God, they love she me. She loves me so much. <laughs> yes, yes. She would kill me. Actually, no. last yeah, <laughs> last night, fairly intoxicated, um, my boyfriend's friend changed his Tinder profile picture to include my boyfriend to be in it. And he took a screenshot and then showed it to me. And my first reaction, I was like, are you on a dating website? And he, because I just, you know, was, I was, I don't know, I was a little confused. Okay. And he was like, no, like, he was like, was? like, oh, like, what would you do? It, what would I be like? What would you do if I was on a dating site? And I said, I would kill you. And he took it very literally and very seriously and was like, you would kill me? What do you mean you would kill me? 
Did, and you I was didn't... like, I guess what I mean is like I would never talk to you again. But oh, like, see, he, he thought you he meant thought like... I was like, I would murder you. Yeah. Yeah. The way you just said it, I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe I would. I'm oh, a little crazy too. I do like me. Well, you know, I do like me a crazy gal. So yeah. there we go. It's, I'm, I'm keeping it consistent. He's so sane. So I've been really trying to reel it in. He's sane? Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, don't, don't, don't stuff it down. Let it, you gotta let it out. <laughs> You gotta be you. It's been coming out. He's gotta know what he's getting involved with. (laughs) So wait. So now here, this was uh, I thought was interesting that you mentioned. So you're a a not so good Jewish girl, uh, as we've mentioned, and Mm -hmm. he's a he's a good old Catholic boy, though. He is. Yeah, he went to Catholic school growing up. Um, not like a church every Sunday kind of guy, but a little more traditional than I am. So how's how's that difference playing out? Um, I feel like in our lives now, it's fine. It works really well. Like, I have tamed down quite a bit in the last five years or so, I would say. I'm really, um, I guess I used to like, you know, I was a little crazier. I like drank a lot. We'd be like out all night making out with people on the dance floor, like wild years of my early 20s and now i'm like i kind of just want to watch netflix and like cook some pasta together Mm -hmm. so we i'm i'm very happy are you like but i haven't talked a lot about those years with him so you haven't shared your like past i've shared a lot of things about my past but not my sexual past i don't think he wants to know he still thinks you have said you've had sex with three people We've never talked about that. Right. He is giving himself the fantasy of you've had sex with three people. Let him have it. Let him have it? You know, yeah. you don't want to give him the truth ever? Do you want to know his? No. No? No. Why? Come on. You're so much more involved than that. <laughs> Do I want to know? I mean, I want to know about the last. I want I want to know about the people that mattered to him. Okay. I want to know about his relationships. I don't care if and who he had more random sex with. That's mm-hmm. not really information that I want to know. Mm-hmm. I want to know about the people that he cared about and the relationships he had. Yeah. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is about the people I date that I go like I I don't care like I'm fine hearing it. I don't have a desire like I need to know it. Mm-hmm. But it comes to me within the first couple of dates. Like, whether I want to know or not, they're telling me. Well, probably me. because you're very good at interviewing people about sex. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You've gotten good at it. You like, you know, you can ask the leading questions to get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, yeah, it's odd. But so how, well, then how are things with you two? Sexually? Sure. Uh, we have a great sex life. We are very attracted to each other. Um, I mean, we've only been together a year, so we're still having sex all the time, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Um, not so wild, which is like something that a little bit we've been getting into more. I've been more vocal about like, I want this. I want to try that. Like, yeah, just, you know, as opposed to like me on top, him on top, me on my belly, me on my back, spooning. Rinse, repeat. <laughs> Not a fan of the spooning position. Oh, uh, in the also. morning though, I love it. I like uh, don't even have to move. I don't even so have to wake awkward. up. It's so awkward. I don't know how to get that angle. Yeah, sometimes you gotta shimmy, shimmy. around. But like in the for the morning, yeah, when like you wake up and you're like, mm, my eyes are so closed. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, uh, I I like that. So, so some of the so some of your twenties, Sarah. Some of your college age. Some of your NYU Sarah coming out. Right? Yeah. Now? I, it was, I wasn't so wild in college, I don't think. Really? Because we all thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> I was you much... The, your, your role in the group of friends was fun gal. Thank you. It was like, Sarah, that was like the fun way you explained it. Fun time the, Sarah. Fun time Sarah. Like the guy, like, yeah, she gets drunk. Sometimes she makes out with people on the dance floor. She's a fun gal. She's yeah. Very, she's a very good time. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I would just, I guess I mean to say that after college, probably like... Three years after college, I think I got even more crazy. Do tell. Like that foursome we never talked about. Yeah. What was that about? <laughs> I was dating. Um, I think I think we talked about him on the last podcast, but I was dating a sex addict. Okay. But I didn't know until a while into our relationship. 
I just thought like, cool, like he wants to like have crazy sex all the time. Wait, did, like, he come so out, did he come out to you like that? Did yes. he say like, yeah, hey, I'm a me. sex addict? Mm-hmm. Later on, yeah. So wait, wait, what was that? What was that like conversation like? Oh my God, I don't even really remember. That was like well, well, you, you're still four or five fun, years ago. F- fun girl Sarah stage, don't really remember, a little drunk? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like we had this heartfelt conversation about it. Um, well, we'd but, have to imagine like how it comes early in the is this is this early in dating? Is it late in date? Like no, like I said, I, okay. I was a short dating person. We were probably seeing each other for like three or four months. Yeah, and then I left New York, so that was the clear ending of it. But anyways, we had been seeing each other for a short period of time, and a fr- a friend of mine came into town for my. 25th birthday party and we were going to be heading down to Atlantic City the next day and she arrived she met me at work she had her suitcase we immediately went out from there later on in the night crazy girl Sarah we got drunk later on in the night we went out we met up with him and one of his friends and partied all night and then the four of us ended up having a foursome Thank you. That was your it was first crazy. One? First and only. First and with only. With more than one person. Yeah. With Wait, what do you mean with more than one person? First and Like I never had a threesome. Oh, so this yeah. was your first time. Yeah. First more some of yeah, any Yeah, first more some of wow. any kind. First and only. Okay. Um, It was very fun. And then the next morning I woke up like, <gasps> what time is it? And we had to like immediately get into a cab, run to Port Authority we're sprinting through Port Authority. I'm on the phone with my friend like, don't let the bus leave without us. And we get there. We get to the bus. So now I'm on a bus to Atlantic City with no suitcase, no clothes, going for the weekend. Showered, I hope? No. 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 God, no. I showered for- when I got there. Because I was like, I could forgive you with like one other person's sweat on you. No. Three others is a little little, sna- little Welcome much. Welcome to my world. <laughs> It's a little all natural. Yeah. Even for me. Musky. <laughs> Musky. Yes, that is a way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, would you fall in the scenarios like that in like let's say the first half of your twenties? Is that par for the course? No, that was a that was an outlier. Sure. Oh. <laughs> Why just meant like say. like get into like some wild scenarios or just like, you know, having some alternative sexual experiences. Yeah. Okay. I would say that was my that was my early twenties. Mm-hmm. But now you seem to you said you were you're bringing it back out. You're you're asking for some wild things. Not wild things. Just <laughs> I'm just quoting you. <laughs> yeah. Um, like outside the bedroom. Who like in the kitchen? Gas. Well, yes, but then also like outside the house. We haven't done it yet, but we've been talking about it. I'm interested. He's, he needs a little more cajoling. You but. two are cute. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about maybe having sex outside our private home in a place. He like, we're, won't we're, even take a shower with me if his roommate's home. Are y'all in a, like, you don't say where, are y'all in a major city or are y'all in a suburb kind of like this? We're in a major city. Okay. A little different. Yeah. But still, like, police have better things to do. <laughs> is he is he a shy guy? Yeah, or definitely. Is he, okay, because there's some yeah. people who, like, they're just shy about, like, He's shy about being everything. out of the things. Some people just, like, inexplicably are so worried about getting arrested. And I'm just like... No. Co- like, the NYPD has so much better things to do than arrest you for public sex. If it's not next to a park, just, if, like, a kid's park. You can do it in a p- real park. As long as you're not next to where kids would be, they're just going to be, like, scram kids. Are they really? I don't know. I've had I had sex in an NYPD parking lot and got away with it. Uh, in a car or outside? No, like in the yeah, outside in the park. Granted, I didn't know it was an NYPD parking lot until afterwards, but interesting. Like I walked out and then I was like, "Why?" Well, it's sort of like hiding in plain sight. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but also that could have gone real bad real quick if like some perp in Astoria just started like doing something bad. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. know. But so public sex seems to be, okay. So you're like outdoor sex maybe and yeah, okay. Outdoor sex can be kind of uncomfortable, though. Like, I've done the beach thing, and it's like, it's too much sand, all the salt. Beach is an outlier of the outdoor sex arenas, yeah. because people go like, oh, it's romantic. I'm like, no, it's impractical. But like, you know, you go in the woods, you go in the backyard, you go in fucking in an alley in, in Manhattan. Uh, a lot, lot yeah. of fun can be had. I did once hook up with a very hot kiwi, a... Man from New Zealand. Yeah, that's the derogatory we were... term we say. Oh, for is it New derogatory? Zealand. 
I, I don't even if it is, I don't care. I had no idea. <laughs> I thought it was like they grow kiwis there. I know, honestly, I've never given it thought. But <laughs> but anyways, so we were at a bar, a beachfront bar, mm. hanging out, having some drinks, having fun. Left the bar, went down to the beach, had sex, came back to the bar, kept drinking. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That that's it. Yeah, but that was my only real experience with beach sex. And yeah, it was kind of messy. I meant more like you have no more commentary on the. You're, you're skipping past the part most would be most interested in. You're like, yeah, we went down the beach, we had sex, we came back, had more drinks. We're like, slow down, Sarah. Okay. Tell us some more. Paint us a picture. Give us the horror story that is beach sex. Okay, so we started, so we get down to the beach and we were just making out, rolling around, lots of sand, clothes came off. I started out by being on top because I was like, I'm not laying on the sand and was like getting the, it all in my hoo ha. Your hoo ha. Was it a plan? Like we're gonna go, we're gonna go fuck by the beach, or was it like, oh, let's go down to the beach and see what? Let's happens. go down to the beach and see what happens. Um. So then we moved into the ocean, and that doesn't ever really work. No. But it was kind of fun. He was huge, like probably six foot five. <laughs> so I was just like. I felt small. I felt sexy. <laughs> it was good. Do you feel sexier when smaller with a man? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I feel I feel sexier when I'm smaller with a woman. I don't know why. Interesting. Yeah, I want someone to hold me. God damn it. Yeah, my boyfriend's much larger than I am, but sometimes I'm big spoon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A, a strong big spoon. I like gal. that. It makes me feel like safe sometimes mm-hmm. to be on the outside. <laughs> Wait, say, safe like if someone comes in shooting up. <laughs> someone comes in, he's in front. <laughs> it's like it depends which which way are we facing the door or not. That'll determine which spoon I want to be. Yeah, I like that you're a switch, but with spooning. <laughs> yeah, just spooning. Just but uh, I'm lame now. I in. told you. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, how do you feel about that? Like, I mean, so good. It's not. It's not a bad thing. And to... I feel so good about it. Uh-huh. I feel like, um settled in my life kind of i feel like i'm an adult in so many ways Mm -hmm. um i feel really happy i think i was like trying to fill a void for a long time all the drinking all the like unemo you know the emotional detachment yeah and what was the shift for you because i think this is a very common thing i think some people get a ton of this party partying out of the system College years, like po- right after college years. Mm-hmm. And then it's, they kind of like start settling down in their late 20s, early 30s. And that's neither good nor bad. It's just more like what their path is. Cause obviously, if there's anyone listening and you're off slutting it up at 37, God bless you. You know, you do you. But, oh, absolutely. You know, I'm curious. I'm just w- saying I fell into myself. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's the right path for everyone. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. And I'm just curious what, when you think the shift was. Um, like 24. 20- Six, 25, mm-hmm. 26. Um, it was just, I, I don't really know actually like what caused it. I think moving back and ne- being near my family was part of it. Um, making new friends mm-hmm. when you're a little older. Um, so they don't necessarily have good time Sarah as a reference point. Um my life just got slower. Mm-hmm. And in the slowness, you're like, there's, uh, I guess, maybe less of that frantic, like, okay, who can I make out with? What can I do a shot of? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I still take shots. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, do, do you, is marriage a thing like you want yeah. down the line? Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you feel about this guy with that? We have, we've talked about it. Um, I feel are- good about it, but like not ready. Um crazy i want to live together first um i think people have like really get on my nerves um i sometimes have kind of a short temper with that and i feel like it would be important to live together first because mm. i want to make sure i still like you that's when we smart. share a bathroom thank you for being smart about it yeah <laughs> but like you, it's not weird for you to talk about marriage only dating a year because my sister and her boyfriend, I think they've been together like a year and a half, mm-hmm. and they're talking about the M word as well. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and they're like, a, you know, a couple years younger than us. So I mean, we don't talk about it on a regular basis. No, but, like, but it's come up. 
Yeah. Um, like a couple weeks ago, we had the first conversation about it. And he brought it up, which was sweet. He was like, I want to marry you someday. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. That's, it's just, it. you know, that's, I feel like this is the marriage equivalent of like making out with me for five minutes and asking me what my intentions are. You think so? It wasn't a proposal. He sure, was, but just and he like said, it's, like it's you know, he even said to me, like, I do these things slowly. Like it's not gonna happen quickly. And I was like, Well, good. Cause we're both moving in September. So for a year, we definitely won't live together. So there will be plenty of time to wait. It's just like to me it just seems soon. I don't know, but maybe that's maybe that's me. Maybe it's just weird for me, but that's just so quick. I mean, if we were engaged, I think it would be quick. But I think it's important to talk about it for a long time first because you're not just planning a wedding, right? Like you're going to ask this person to hitch themselves to you financially and emotionally for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Like be my partner in everything that I'm going to do. So if you're not talking about what that's going to look like for years, I think getting married after a year is like, really fast sure my parents were engaged and married within a year of meeting each other was that one of those like you know jewish like meetup things like you meet <laughs> and get married no <laughs> I, I think they just no. were young and in okay. love um I, at this point I, I would say getting married after a year would feel really crazy and way too fast but starting to talk about like what do you want your life to look like where do you want to buy a house do you ever want to buy a house do what is your dream job and where would I fit into that? And what does this all look like? I think that just starting that conversation doesn't mean anyone's signing legal papers or buying diamonds. Mm. What, what does marriage look like for you? What is it that you want? Like how, what were the, what were your answers to those questions you just kind of laid out there? Um, Like the most important thing for me is I want to have pretty sizable amount of land. Like, I'd love at least an acre. Um, so I want to grow lots of vegetables and I want to have some chickens and goats. He really wants a donkey. You want a goat? He wants a donkey. I don't you think two he'd ever, belong to, with each other. I don't think other. he'd ever in a million years say that he had wanted that farm kind of life. Not farm, but May like you glorified both be garden. together and happy with your weird fucking pets. Uh, <laughs> they're productive. They're not just pets. I had, an, I had an ex who wanted pigs. You want pigs? No, I had an ex who wanted pigs. My, oh. girl, my first real girlfriend was like- For pork or just for fun? She wanted as like pets. Oh. And I was like, you're fucking weird. Just get a dog. The, yeah. Here, speaking of. Speaking of, you got a cute dog right here. This is this ain't good enough. You need a goat? Yeah, well, he doesn't produce milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you want to be able to have a lot of land. Okay, mm-hmm. you, want, you want weird fucking pets. I want weird fucking pets. You want to be semi-self-sufficient. Yeah. yeah. I'm like a little bit apocalyptic. Uh-huh. So I like the idea of knowing how to produce for myself. So you're not just looking for like a partner in life, but you're also looking for a partner against the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you can face zombies together, what can't you face? Right. And when you two finally wed, just like, will you take Sarah to potentially, you know, stab you in the eye should you get bit? And I do. She, and it's like, I do. Yeah. And please, you, please if anyone was going to kill me. Knife to my throat. Yeah. He really loves me. <laughs> In that ultimate act of desire. Kids? You want kids? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Not right now, though. But I'm not ready. We've, we've established you can't, you're not ready to get married yet. I yeah. assumed as much no, no, none of the kids. No. Every once in a while, I'll see a really cute kid and I'm like, oh, I want one. But don't you ever feel like you want the kid, but you don't want him like forever? You want him for like a weekend? Oh, yeah. That's how I feel about oh, kids. Oh, yeah. Every time I babysit, I'm like, this is birth control. I like you were really fun for like two hours and now I need to leave. Exactly. People- I don't like putting somebody else like that's needs before mine. <laughs> Oops. What? What? Yeah. So for like, humans. I want to watch this. I'm like, no, <laughs> watch what I want to watch. <laughs> Put on the food network. <laughs> and then th- th- do you, f- I, I feel shitty. Some t- I almost feel shitty when someone's telling me about how selfless they are. And they're like, no, I want another life form to take care of and to give everything that they could possibly want and need. And I'm like, I can't even provide those things for myself right no, now. No, that's definitely not my mentality about kids. Mm-hmm. That I want to put them first. 
I'm sure it changes once you have one, but. Yeah. And have you two talked about kids as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Not um, in depth. Not as much as the But I know that thing. he, yeah, we, I mean, we haven't even talked about that in depth. We've literally mm-hmm. had one serious conversation about it. Um, I just know that he wants kids also. Okay. Anything else that, um, in your ideal marriage? Um, I think it's more important to me than it is to him to ha- be financially successful. How's his credit score? <laughs> Probably perfect, <laughs> to be honest. Um, like that's something that I think about a lot. I don't need to be like rolling around in money, mm-hmm. um, but I worry about financial security a lot, which is interesting because I never really have been financially insecure. Um, I think because I always have been able to go back and work in restaurants and so I can like always make money. But really when I started thinking about like saving and like buying a home and really adulting, like you need so much money and it really freaks me out. Yeah. If this all goes to shit, I got like a little bit of savings that'll get me by for like three months maybe. And then I'm like, oh no. Where are you going to go? I got no plan. What, you know how do you how do you back out of this into being an accountant? I don't know. My my name is like forever attached to the word manhore in SEO. So you know <laughs> this has to work. Well, then you just pivot. I don't think you necessarily go become an accountant. I don't know. I feel like this face isn't supposed to be a sex educator. <laughs> you know, I feel like this is like <laughs> I feel like I'm on the poster that sex educators hold up to be like, now watch out for this man. He's got a lot of privilege and he's out to get you. It's funny that they call it sex education and they like don't ever tell you anything about sex. Well, that's why we, yeah, that's why I barely call current sex ed in this country not sex ed. Yeah. But we have a lot of wonderful sex educators who want nothing more than to go to high schools and teach kids the proper stuff about sex and sexuality and genders and consent. Uh, and then all these like, you know, administrators are like, no, don't you dare teach these kids how to not rape each other. No. They're going to go to college and learn. And it's like, no. That's how I feel about it. I agree with you. Yeah. Did you know that uh, only 17, only 13 states in the country require sex ed to be, quote, medically accurate? No. Are you, I had no idea. Are you angry now? You yes. should be. <laughs> so what does that even mean? What does that look like? It means you could teach a stork and not get in trouble, in theory, in most of this country. That's horrific. Horrific. Yeah. Uh, we were getting better with Obama. He started. He got the last bit of um, absence-only sex education money from the Bush years. He got the last of it out, and then Trump just put it back in, in uh, over the last couple months. So, fuck, fuck, fuck. Now, did did let's say college age, early twenties, Sarah feel mm-hmm. the same way about marriage and kids? Or yeah, yeah. I think I always wanted that. Always wanted it. Yeah. Ever w- w- was it a thing that ever came up? With partners back then? Yeah, I had a... With these six-monthers? Yeah, I had a short-lived college relationship um, senior year. Who? Um, He... We met when we were studying abroad. Okay. Um, So he didn't go to NYU. We only dated for like four or five months. And then he broke my heart. By just naturally moving back to wherever he goes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the <And> very <laughs> not wanting to be together and I did. A very And pa- we had to, we like I mean we were 21 so it was very different conversation mm-hmm. but we were like I'm going to be with your brother. As 21 year olds are want to do. Mhm. Now you said you I was like but wait, I thought oh. <laughs> Well, you said you did some cougaring like oh that you've had like a string of boyfriends who were younger. Yeah. Significantly. Yeah, I did when I um like Right around that time that I was shifting from like partying more into adulting, we'll mm-hmm. say, um, I dated a couple of guys who were like four ish years younger than me. Um, never serious. Never in my mind was it ever going to be serious. I think it was like a, I don't know what I was doing. Now, what Training age? What are wheels. we talking about? Yeah, what are we talking about? You're like 25 and you're dating college 20, kids? Yeah, or? I'm like 26. 7, 26, 27 in dating. Kids just out of college. Yeah. Okay. One was a senior in college. I But it was like his fifth year, so he's 23. I started dating P. Uh I met her when I was 26, she was 22. 
Okay. And I was like, yeah. That, but that's a, I mean, that's a huge difference. Now being like 32 and 28. So much more similar. It's like, okay, we're kind of in the same place. Exactly. But 26 and 22 are not. Because 26 year old Sarah would have been 22 year old Sarah, like, get your fucking life together. Yeah. And like a 22 year old, a guy or girl, whatever, like, you know, you don't know what's going on in your life. Like, you, you might go to grad school, you might go volunteer abroad. You, you don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life anymore. Right. Um, you may just move to a different city because you want a new, f- who knows? And like, your life is in flux. And like, when you're, in your like later twenties, your life is a little bit more stable, typically, mm-hmm. um, and so it's very odd like dating someone in that who's like in that stage. So for me, there's almost this anxiety of like, when's the other shoe gonna drop? Not when's she gonna dump me because I am shitty and I'm a bad <sighs> boyfriend. Come well, on, you got to change that narrative. I'm working on it. Um, but it's like, when's the other shoe gonna drop? Like she discovers what she wants to do in her life, and it it's gonna be difficult to involve me with that. You know? Interesting. I mean, I think that's like – I'm standing by what I just said. You need to change your narrative, I think, a little bit. Like, why would you be in her way? Let's say somebody wants to go to grad school and she's like, I want to go to Portland. I'm like, I'm not – I can't – I'm not moving to Portland. I can't move to Portland. What if she was going to go to grad school in the city? Well, that's very different. Yeah. You know, that's – I mean, going to grad school in the city is just like being like, I got a job, but my job involves a lot of reading. <laughs> and not getting paid. Yeah, that, like that's that's fine. But you know, people go to grad school and they go to some random city. Yeah, that ends shit because I'm not trying to do long distance. Um, so I mean, that's more what I meant. It's it's more like how can you know, people when you're 22, 23, like what you're when you're trying to plan for your future. I feel like that's going to take precedence over a guy you've been dating six months. So it's like oh, yeah, yeah, unless it's yeah, yeah, probably unless it's right. Unless it's right. Yeah. And how do you know it's right? You don't. You just have to keep going uh-huh. and see what happens. See, I, I knew it was right just, uh, you know, the way she perked up and talked to me at a sex party. <laughs> I was like, this girl is special. Mm. And she was? She, she was, yeah. Ended up just not being a fit. Um, took almost two years to realize that. But, you know, a good. it was a good way. It was a good portion of my life. Um Things I could have done better, things she could have done better, and there's probably a different way that could have all worked out. I wish it did, but yeah. Say lovey. Say lovey. Can I pivot a little? I want to. I actually have some, like, something I want to talk about. Yes. Okay, great. I'm excited. Um, sex on the first date. Okay. What is Sarah's position on sex on the first date? Wouldn't you like to know? You know who's gonna get to know. Are members of my fan whore community on Patreon. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, the This portion of our conversation is going to be available to all of the $5 and up fan whores in a bonus episode. Uh, Patreon is still the best way you can support this podcast uh, that you can contribute to the show. Keep a roof over my head. We have different reward levels depending on how much you can afford to contribute. All reward levels get access Two bonus episodes of the Man Whore Podcast, stuff you never get to hear on the show, stuff like the Craigslist Chronicles, and you all get a shout out on the show. And that's why right now we do the Fan Whore Appreciation Moment. Oh, yeah. All right. I want to give a thank you to Jay Xavier, this Ren Fair master of ceremonies. Apparently, the wenches want them. That's just, that's just what I heard. Thank you so much, buddy, for your support. Eric Austin. Uh, I love that everyone in the uh, the private fan whore communities are like pressuring you into coming to man whore con. I think that's great. I hope they're successful because I hope I get to meet you this August. Uh, also, our penises look very much uh, the same. So that's kind of weird for me. <laughs> uh, and if you want to become a member of our fan whore community, you can join up for as little as one dollar all you gotta do is head on over to patreon.com slash man podcast that's patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash man podcast and now let's go ahead and wrap up with sarah but i don't know sex on the first day you know i think uh the, the, you gotta feel responsibly but also like you know if you want to get it get it but you know, it also depends who she's dating. I mean, what type of, what type of dudes does yeah. she go for? Does and I think it's for- also like good to have that check in with yourself of like, can I do this? 
Yeah. Can I can I sleep with somebody and not feel attached? Yeah. Or emotionally involved. I always thought if somebody didn't kiss me on the first date, they weren't interested. Exactly. That's what happened. Actually, my current boyfriend and I met a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And we went on, we met at a birthday party, totally hit it off, went like talked all night. He got my phone number. We went out. We had a really fun time, parted ways, didn't kiss me, didn't try and set up another date. I was like, oh, this guy's just not that into me. Yeah. <laughs> and we did end up seeing each other one more time, but same deal. Didn't try and kiss me, didn't try and set up another date. And then like we had something set up, one of us canceled, one of us didn't, and it just fizzled out. And then we re-met two years later and have been together ever since. That's definitely not how that normally goes down. So congratulations on like defying those ads. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I thought, and we've now since talked about it and I was like, oh, I just thought you weren't that into me. Like you didn't kiss me. You didn't try and set up a date. Now I know him and I'm like, oh, that's just who you are. You're kind of shy. Like you needed me to make more of a move. Need some aggressive Sarah action. yeah. Yeah. I can step up to the plate with that one though. I dig it. Yeah. Um, before I can be a strong ass woman who can say exactly what she wants. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, Sarah, uh, before we get going, I wanted to ask, uh, is there anything, is there any insight you can give listeners good or preferably bad on, uh, on Billy in college? Cause we, I feel like we hung out like a, 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 an acceptable amount. I thought Billy in college was like more sweet i saw you as like and you've like grown into yourself in a really nice way um but i felt like you were a little more yeah held back and like kind of sweet um like small town i mean you're coming up from maine so you're boarding school in maine fancy You don't think I'm sweet now? <laughs> I do think you're sweet, but like sweet and innocent. Oh, are you? <laughs> like, and now I'm like, no, you're a sweetheart, but not innocent. <laughs> uh, any any other vibrant memory or uh, or words you would attach? I mean, I just remember us always tearing up the dance floor at whatever that bar was Still? on 13th Street. Oh, on 13th Street. What was that? No, 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 no. On third and well, seventeenth like, and third was yes, still bar. Still, that was that's like the one. you know where our friend was fucking the bouncer got us in. Um, remember? Yeah, that Such was the a nice bouncer. Guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and now it's called like Trio Hus or something, <clears throat> some like weird Irish bar. Oh. And it doesn't feel the R. same. R.I.P. Still. R.I.P. Still bar. You know. Every time I go to New York, I'm shocked at how like nothing is the same. Um, even None of the bars. Nevada Smith is 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 gone. Wow. Nevada Smith, king of the Thursday night karaoke, no more. Oh yeah, you used to do a lot of. Um, <laughs> what did you do? Your journey, right? Uh, well, journey. Don't stop believing is everyone's karaoke song, but that was like a group ga- a group song. Yeah. I would do more. Uh, I would do some random like eighties rap, eighties nineties rap songs. Nice. I would do like OPP. I yeah, would you do. Know me. <laughs> Um, or I would do um, uh, the the Humpty Dance. That was the other one I like to do. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I have some good memories of that. Yeah. No, we had a we had a good crew. We had a good we had a good crew. I know. And crews don't. Always... We need to get that band back together again. <sighs> that well, we have a wedding. We do. Where we'll get back together. Yes. And if if Greggy f- somehow comes on out, don't stop believing. Maybe maybe gets pulled out. I support that. Yeah. Well, Sarah, thanks for coming back on the show. It thanks was for... my pleasure. Thanks for coming out to the suburbs. Oh, no, this is, uh, this is wonderful. I'm <laughs> going to go back to the, the mean, dark streets of New York City. Uh, it's nice to get this little bit of relaxation. Yeah. I get to see some puppy. I get to see some doggies. Yeah, there you go. And, and, and reminisce on old times. Um, thank you so much, Sarah. Why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye, everybody. I hope I didn't bore you too much with my lame adult life. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Oh, gosh, shucks, wasn't that fun catching up with Sarah after all these years? Uh, I'm glad that she's all smitten and in love with this feller. And, you know, maybe maybe, maybe I'll get invited to the wedding. Who knows? 
I have a good feeling that if I was invited to the wedding, though, like, uh, um, I can't say that she's been on this podcast. That's probably going to be a condition of the whole thing. Hey, that's okay with me, girl. That's okay. Um, thank you again to Sarah for coming on. Let me know what you thought about the show. Give us a shout out over on Twitter or Instagram at the Billy Persita. Use the hashtag Manwhore Podcast so we know how you feel about this episode. Shoot me an email with your comments, your questions, your titty pictures, whatever you're feeling at manwhorepod at gmail.com. Do go like the Manwhore Podcast Facebook page. And of course, I would love, love, love to meet you at ManwhoreCon here in New York City this August. August 3rd through August 5th, you can come hang out with your fellow fan whores for a weekend of super fun activities. We've got a lot of great stuff in store for you. Go get your weekend pass right now at manwhorepod.com slash tickets. And yes, we even have a couple's special discount. Because hey, I don't want money to be the reason you and your SO can't make it. Triads. Not to exhibit couple's privilege. Just email me if that's a situation, and I got a discount for you, too. Next week, we've got VR cam girl Ella Darling. Uh, another one of my episodes from the AVN Awards. Yes, I know. That was a long-ass time ago. I still got episodes to release. <laughs> I still got two more left to give to you, and I'm so stoked, too, because Ella was just such a delight. She's another one of those episodes where, like, we need to have a hug afterwards. Uh, I, I can't wait to share it with you all next week. But until then, everybody, stay slutty. Thank you.